MLW Confusion. I'm your host, Rob Cameron, bringing you all that you may or may not need to know about Major League Wrestling and its television programming. This week, we're taking a look at MLW Fusion 170 National Openweight Championship up for grabs as Jacob Fatu takes on Johnny Drip Drip himself, John Hennigan. But first, the news. We're going to throw out one last bit of non-MLW-related criteria, at least for the week, a couple weeks maybe. I don't know. I just might be drunk while I'm recording this. Who knows? Uh, but at the time of this recording, so like when, by the time you're listening now, it'll probably be today. I don't know. Maybe it was the past. It's kind of a last-minute thingy. But on June 23rd, 7 p.m. at the Bluegrass Community Center, SCW Pro is brought to, is brought to you by... MLW Confusion Summer Nights big event one of the hottest nights of the summer in Bluegrass Iowa come see the stars of SCW Pro the future stars of wrestling as most of them are graduates of the Black and Brave Wrestling Academy headed by Seth Rollins uh, main event or at least I think it's the main event uh, one of the premier matches of the evening anyway Fatal 4-Way with the shot at the World Heavyweight Championship on the line as Dion Roosman, the Iceman, will be taking on the Shug, Shane Hollister, who will be taking on Johnny Wisdom, and rounding out the thing, the Devil Dog, Dustin Mosley. So I'll be there, my crew will be there to protect me from any wayward, menacing cowboys that might be hiding hiding in the rafters of the Bluegrass Community Center. So come out, say hi. Hi, tomorrow night, tonight... Yesterday night, I don't know, June 23rd, Blue Guys Community Center, SCW Pro, Summer Nights. It's awesome. MLW Confusion sponsoring wrestling, bringing, it, bringing the action to you as well as long as you live in eastern Iowa. Anyway. All right, moving on to the MLW chunk of the news. It has been making waves overseas. The Y2Q T. Ava Everett, the WXW uh, women's champion, has laid down the gauntlet for the new MLW featherweight champion, Delmi XO, uh, for July 8th, Saturday, Philadelphia at the 2300 Arena at Never Say Never. Uh, this quickly escalated as representatives from both companies agree to put both championships on the line the wxw world women's championship and the mlw featherweight championship both on the lines as Delmi exo takes on miss everett uh so things as we were predicting on the urban wrestling network things are getting real awfully quick um and it's gonna be you know baptism by storm for our new champion i personally am looking forward to seeing that match in also, well, in also news, that doesn't make a lick of sense. In other news, uh, it has been announced, at least through the MLW press, that uh, MLW has won, uh, has won the motion to dismiss uh, from WWE. Uh, WWE has uh, been trying to um, dismiss the entirety of the MLW lawsuit, uh, and the WWE has ha had a setback last week as the court uh, found in favor of Major League Wrestling, so they will go to court. Uh, looks to be, you know, a bit of ways into the future before that is uh, scheduled our way in Cali. But, you know, big news 
from the MLW legal team. I'm curious to see where this is going to go uh, with the allegations of uh, wrestling monopoly and uh, you know various forms of contract tampering. All right, it is time. Ladies and gentlemen, let's talk about MLW Fusion. We have two title matches this evening. One was pre-scheduled, uh, previously announced, uh, and the other, the other, we are going to start the party with it. But first, we have Jacob Fatu. He is still upset at the calling, how it took four of them to beat him down. It woke him up. He's got the fire of Contra, you know, coursing through his veins once again and once he's done with john hennigan and taking the open weight championship he's coming for the calling we have our intro we are welcome to the show by matt striker and joe dombrowski they're plugging our main event of course as i've said ad nauseum national open weight championship on the line is jacob fatu takes on john hennigan but we have the opening contest of the evening coming down the rampway as we speak as the main event will be taking on the full-blooded italians who will be taking on the samoan swat team in a triple threat match for the mlw tag team championship the bell rings and of course it starts off like every other sst match where it's just a donnie brook to start the potty off uh they neutralize lance on briefly and the two other teams take the entirety of their manpower and go after juicy finale but it is all for naught because Juicy just powers out of everything. Uh, however, the SST are taken out of the ring. We get a ring of fire topic on Elo uh, by the main event, uh, followed by a dive from Lance Anawaii. Uh, the SST pound the main event in the ring until the FBI come in to intervene, uh, which Juicy squashes them all. Uh, however, the main event... Get, uh, get to Juicy, uh, Lance defends it, breaking up a pin attempt. Of course, it's a multi-man match. we got to have a Tower of Doom spot. Uh, little Guido tries to pin everybody, even his partner Ray Jazz. Uh, Juicy comes back and squishes them, leading to a corner fall face first into your partner's groin spot. Get a Samoan drop on, on uh, Lions, followed up by the big Oose splash. One, two, three. The winners of the match... And still, MLW Tag Team Champions, the new Samoan SWAT team. Uh, this was a fun match, um, and it fell into the usual SST trope. Starts off with a wild brawl with uh, the SST fighting back through the odds to get the big victory. Uh, spe specifically highlighting Juicy and what a tank he happens to be. Um, everyone kind of got their stuff in. Uh, I'd really like to see the match go a little bit longer just so we can get uh, each team featured a little bit more uh, because it was just a very entertaining car crash. Uh, if I have to make like one sort of nitpick, uh, this is due to marketing um, and just how things are put in the can uh, while we have to hype up the next big show. But we were already advertising a World Tag Team Championship match for Never Say Never, which kind of makes it a foregone conclusion that, uh, well, through uh, hook or by crook, the SST were retaining their titles tonight. Um, and, well, surprise, surprise, it did happen. Um, it didn't really detract from my enjoyment of the match overall, but it's just the, the little things sometimes that kind of drive me crazy about MLW and how it promotes compared to what's already in the can. And so we kind of have to ignore what's in the can as we're getting the new announcements for the next big show. 
um, after this, we get a promo video from The Calling. We're not going to mention the potential new member in Mandy Leon. Uh, they did they did hype that up online, so it's not just totally forgot about her. Uh, but they didn't they didn't really bring her up here this episode. If you want to hear more about that, check out my man Chef. He's got a whole rundown on, on the Urban Wrestling Network, Urban Wrestling, uh, Urban Wrestling NW on YouTube. Check it out. He does good work when we're not doing the full on reviews weekly. Um, just breaking it down, real talk. So check that out. Quick quick plug on that. You know, talk at you guys later. Uh, anyway, Mr. Saint Laurent is backstage. He is yelling at an intern over Microman's royalty mail going to Microman himself rather than Mr. Saint Laurent. He goes on his little tirade. Uh, more trouble in paradise by the looks of it because Mr. Saint Laurent, despite being a friend of the show, kind of a dick here. We also get Taya Valkyrie having a veritable temper tantrum backstage after her featherweight championship loss. Uh, she eventually just tells the camera to get out of her space and leave her be, which I, I ultimately find to be a pretty fair request, honestly. Um, we also cut to an announcement that both uh, Sam Adonis and John Hennigan are going to be fined a hefty sum of money for their actions against Mance Warner last week. Uh, they done whipped him like a mule and choked him out. Uh, and if they don't pay uh, in a timely manner, they will be suspended. Ooh. Speaking of old man, sir, he's in a stairwell. He's going to have some talk and he's going to preach at you. He is going to uh, going to take Adonis to death's door, just like Adonis did to him. It's going to be a strap match. All right, let's take a brief pause for the cause. Get yourself an energy drink. I'm going to, you know, chug probably an energy drink. I'm going to yell at the cat who's sleeping while sitting up and I'll catch you guys all in one minute. If you're like me, sometimes you need a pick-me-up to get you through the day. I drink Ray's Energy for that pickup. Ray's comes in a bunch of different flavors, and more recently Italian ice, which is great, by the way. And it contains no sugar, so there's no crash after you drink it. And, really, like, best of all, if you go through me and go to wetrepsports.com, use my code CASS, you get 15% off your order. So, also, be like Cass, drink Ray's Energy... All right, we are back, and it is match number two. Oh, oh, the size differential in this here match. Uh, I'm hoping you've seen the highlights of it um, on the MLW social media because it was kind of nifty at various points. But we have the Beast Man with Kim Chi of WWE fame taking on Microman and Mr. Saint Laurent. Uh, <laughs> there, there's like, a, almost like a legitimate like three and a half feet. Between the microman is at least like two, like near like a microman and a half shorter than the beast man, um, and I don't like at least three hundred pounds lighter as well. Um, but the crazy little bastard tries to go, he tries to shoot on the big man, and dude, beast man just pushes him away. Uh, Literally just kind of kicks him off of him. Beastman picks Microman up, goes for a big press slam, and that was just—I was really kind of hoping he'd do the uh, 
the uh, Bam Bam Bigelow Spike Dudley thing, um, but it really just doesn't have a place in wrestling in 2023, so we just got to pl- press slam out of it. Very safely done. Uh, Beastman goes up to the top rope and misses, uh, but here's where things get all sorts of chaotic, um, as Beastman accidentally takes out Kim Chi. Kim Chi had a little, like, staff with him, now Microman has it smacks Beastman the dick and then goes after his knees while the referee is distracted. Once the referee is undistracted because he's biased, uh, Microman hits his big satellite DDT on the Beastman to get the win. Um, I don't know what to say about this match. This this is a very polarizing type of match. You're either going to love it or you're going to hate it. And really, like... Yeah, I can make fun of the ones that don't agree with me, aka the ones who hate this match. Um, but you know, I can see where you would not like all the shtick and gaga that goes into this, and t- uh, taking some of that up north circus crap in your wrestling. Um, but I thought it was fun. Um, I, I did legit like think that Beast Man was just gonna like chuck microman up into the rafters i'm not gonna lie um though you know the human being part of me is glad he didn't but the sick sick man that actually lives in this uh, bag of flesh um <laughs> was really kind of disappointed that that didn't happen backstage or on the rooftop of the place uh John Hennigan and Sam Adonis are prepping for the match tonight. They dedicate the match to Taya Valkyrie, who lost her title. Don't worry, she's going to get her title back, according to those guys. It is also being announced that the Oprah Cup is coming back this year, and the first entrant is going to be former Oprah Cup holder Davy Boy Smith Jr., we have a brief Never Say Never control center. Of course, it is being headlined by the World Heavyweight Championship match. Alex Hammerstone taking on Alex Kane. Uh, also announced this past week, Ava Everett, the Y2 cutie, takes on Delmi Exo. Title versus title, uh, WXW Women's Champion versus MLW Featherweight Champion. Both belts on the line. Fans bring the weapons. The SST taking on the calling. Becca is going to be singing one of her hits live. And, of course, we're going to get a wrestling clinic from Timothy Thatcher as he takes on the hot sauce, Tracy Williams. That is July 8th on Fight Plus. Sam Laterna is backstage with the Bomaye Fight Club, Alex Kane, Mr. Thomas, uh... Kane is not happy that, you know, he went all through this work to rebrand the Oprah Cup, held it for quite some time, and now he's not going to be in the tournament. That's just the, the latest in conspiratorial barriers that Court Bauer has placed in front of him that he is going to overcome. We are also going to get next week the Big Apple Grapple. It's almost time for our main event. Sam Adonis is on commentary, and I, frankly, was looking forward to it. Um, We saw him on commentary last week, or listened to him on commentary last week, and he was golden, and uh, spoiler alert, he was golden tonight as well. Uh, However, it's just commentary. We have a match. It is Jacob Fontu taking on John Hennigan with Taya Valkyrie for the National Openweight Championship. This is a rescheduled match because these two were supposed to tangle previously and the calling got involved. Took out Fatu. Took four guys to take out Fatu, by the way. Um, But the match has been rescheduled now that Fatu has been cleared and it is going to be tonight. Uh, 
Fatu starts off the party with uh, using his strength to his advantage, counteracting the speed of Johnny Drip Drip. They go outside, and you don't go outside with Fatu. Like, that's how you get your butt whipped. And dang, boy, Dunn got his butt whipped for a bit. Uh, coming back in the ring, though, Taya offers up a distraction, allowing John to hit a chop block. We go back outside because that's a great idea. Uh, and Fatu totally takes control of that once again. Again. Um, inside the ring, though, it's back to a wrestler's game, and John takes over with a net breaker. We go to break, and there's a big enziguri and a knee slash punt kick by John Hennigan. Uh, however, when he goes to the top rope, Fatu dumps him outside. Suicide dive outside the ring, and then inside the ring, a big crossbody off the top rope gets a two count. Handspring Moonsault also gets two by the challenger. Uh, however, Hennigan comes back with Moonlight Drive, only gets a two off that. The Starship Pain attempt is missed. Um, Sam Adonis gets up from commentary, starts throwing things at Fatu, offering a distraction. John gets a chair, that gets removed by the referee because he's biased. Taya, though, dinks. Fatu with the belt, uh, Poison Rana, followed by Starship Pain. Like I, I'm just impressed with the Poison Rana because it actually looked good. Poison Ranas either look terrible or they look great, and this looked great, which is extra amazing because of Fatu's size. Uh, Starship Pain, though, should have gotten the three. Does not. Fighting Spirit is held by Mr. Fatu, and he is using it up greatly, burning that Fighting Spirit at both ends of the candle, and what other cliches we want to use for that. Uh, from here, it just, like, somehow like breaks down even further. Uh, Mance Warner attacks the commentary table, uh, mostly going after Sam Adonis. Uh, the Calling, or uh, taking out Lance Anawaii. Dummy Exos running around trying to chase off Taya before uh, she yanks... The referee out of the way. Uh, Juicy for now comes and kidnaps Taya. Uh, somewhere in all of this here uh, chaos, we get the alley ooze, followed by the double jump moonsault. One, two, three, your winner and new MLW national Opaway champion, Jacob Fatu. Uh, Fatu afterwards gets on the mic. It is his time now. They're going to get the party started. It is announced officially that Mance Warner will be taking on Sam Adonis in a strap match, as predicted on the Urban Wrestling Network last week. Of course, of course. Um, and that is our show. That is the show. That is the show. Uh, fun show to be had. Uh, I mean, was it like the technically the best, like between the ropes? No, but there was just a lot of things to be had, and so the time passed quickly. Um, and I was never bored. So obviously, that that is definitely a perk when you're watching any sort of TV show that you're entertained enough that just time ceases to matter, and it just flows. You know. At the speed of sound, uh, not the speed of light though, because then we can't watch our wrestling. Yeah, dig it. Cream rises to the crop. Yes, cream of the crop. Cream rises to the top, etc. Whatever micro, uh, whatever uh, macho manisms I can think of from there. Okay, so 
I am trailing off. Uh, we should go ahead and end the show. But it was a fun show to be had. You should totally check it out, of course. Title changes are almost always fun. Tonight was no exception to that there rule. Um, stay tuned for the plugs and the other best ways you can help support this here podcast. If you're in the Eastern Iron Iowa area, Western Illinois area, come out to SCW. Say hi. Like It's a lot of fun to be had as long as... Uh, the one called Manders isn't there. Um, and otherwise, in the meanwhile, I'm going to go catch some wrestling. Well, technically tomorrow as I'm recording this, but tonight as you're listening to this. Or I wouldn't enjoy some wrestling either way, depending on when you ever listen to this here episode. But in the meanwhile, I'll catch you all next week. MLW Confusion is a weekly podcast that is written and performed by Rob Kammer and hosted by Spotify for podcasters. MLW Confusion is part of the Urban Wrestling Network. You can check out the Underground Rundown on YouTube at Urban Wrestling NW. The background music for this section is Ruined My Day, performed by Alan Schroeder. If you enjoyed this podcast and like to support, please like, subscribe, and tell your friends, family, and enemies. Leaving a review is also helpful, because word-of-mouth advertisement is very important for small podcasts. My social media links can be found in the descriptor below, but the Twitter and Instagram are at the Nova of Cass. That's T-H-E-N-O-V-A-O-F-C-A-S-S. And MLW Confusion can be found on Facebook at MLW Confusion, all one word. If you'd like to support monetarily and help upgrade my equipment, please check out my virtual tip jar at ko-fi.com slash Casanova. That's C-A-S-S-O-N-O-V-A. If you prefer more bang for your buck, go to patreon.com slash Casanova. For as little as $1, Patreon backers get access to the podcast early and without those pesky ads, plus other exclusive content. So join the crew that is headed up by Keith Wynn and Alan Schroeder and check it out. You can also find t-shirts, coffee mugs, and other merchandise at the Confusion Podcast store on Teespring. You can find that link below as well. For all business inquiries such as ads, sponsorship, and other voiceover work, please email at rzcammer at comcast.net. Camera is spelled K-A-M-E-R-E-R. Thank you all for listening.